I don't think I ever really did this, um, at least not for a while, but I definitely want to shout out my mom, my dad. I want to shout out my siblings. I want to shout out uh, my lovely wife. I want to shout out my son, who is now actually officially on the intro. I put my son hey. on the intro. I see. So if you, if you if you hear a little baby voice on the intro with the drops, that is my son Tyson. So I had to do that, man. And my wife is actually on the intro too a little bit. So shout out to them. Go, go, go. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey. You know what time it is? Yeah. You know what time it is? Some people are probably like, what time is it? You know what time it is. Showtime. All right. The first, the initial, uh, the numero uno. This is the Coach T, and I'm happy to present this. This is the Coach T NBA show with BG and Zay. We are here officially. Um, I'm excited to have these two guys. I've been knowing them for a while. Grubo, I've known for the last three years. Isaiah, I've known for the last year or so. Right, Isaiah, we coach football together as well. Both these guys I coach basketball with, um, but they are here, both former college uh, basketball players, college athletes, great guys, great individuals, great energy, NBA fans, basketball fans in general. I think you guys would be excited to have them on the show. And again, this is the first Coach T NBA show, so I'm excited to get this rolling, man. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves. We will begin with the Brandon Gruba, which, by the way, uh, Brandon, you don't know this. Um, my co-host for the college football show, Mook, his son is Jacoby Moore, who says you are his favorite math teacher at the middle school. Did you know that? I did not. You're everybody's that. favorite, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard, you know. I just uh, you know try to build those relationships, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an easy job, but I appreciate that. So somebody's got to do it, right? Somebody has to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm Brandon Grubel. Um, I played college basketball my first year, uh, Elmhurst, uh, university in Illinois. Uh, and then I finished up my playing career at IU Northwest, Indiana university, Northwest, uh, in Gary, Indiana, currently teaching middle school math at Hobart Middle School, and I'm the assistant varsity basketball coach at, at Hobart High School. Hey, man, don't, don't don't be so shy, man. Tell them about your high school career a little bit, man. Tell them about all the points you scored. Tell them about all the assists you had, all the wins you had. Come on now, don't don't be bashful, man. Not, not too much. Uh, I was a three-year varsity player. Uh, ended up scoring over 1,000 points in my career. Um, Player or MVP of the conference, Porter County Conference. Uh, All-state honorable mention, won a sectional championship my senior year. Light work. Light work. Nothing nothing too crazy. I love it, man. Isaiah, what about you, man? Introduce yourself to the great people out there. Definitely, definitely. And thanks for having me on the show, Coach T. And a pleasure to be alongside you, BG. Uh, my name is Isaiah Gransberry, and I am a basketball and football coach at Hobart High School, as Coach T mentioned, where I also graduated from in 2016. Uh, following my high school graduation, I attended Benedictine University, where I played football and basketball there for the Eagles, and then graduated with a degree in communication arts. And now I'm back at the high school, as I just mentioned, coaching 
football with Coach T and basketball with Coach T and Coach BG. Having a great time there. And I also on the side have the privilege of coaching Team GR3, which is Northwest Indiana's. Mm, the new announcement too, right? Yes, very new, very yes. new. Uh, the newest. Repeat that part. Repeat that part. I cut you off. What is the exclusive? What? What was it? Northwest Indiana's exclusive AAU basketball program, exclusive. sponsored by the Glenn Robinson the Third Team GR3. Um, you guys will hear about it a few times over the show and on the internet as well. But it, it's just been a privilege just to coach in general. All right, dope. And you also, look, he won't say it, and both of you guys won't say these things, but for Gransberry, I mean, a marketing genius. Uh, has his hands in a bunch of different things. Well, tell these people about what you were doing last night, man. Where, where were you, man? You always doing something different. Where were you? Uh, so, yeah, um, marketing is just fun. It's just fun helping people mm-hmm. build brands. And last night, I uh, had the opportunity to do something cool with uh elvish elvish tribute artists so they they are currently on tour uh due to me coaching i'm not able to travel with them uh like i would like but however i was able to go to their show last night with in front of a packed house and they were performing and it, it was just a pretty cool thing you know giving uh tribute to elvis presley the late great uh performing all of his songs from his early age to the end age some pretty cool stuff for sure all right dope man well hey people got a chance to hear about you guys and you know what you do and your background a little bit now they're ready to hear you on the show man and i'm really excited again thank you guys for coming on thank you for being a part of this um and let's start with the teams of the week teams and the players of the week and uh, i'm actually going to steal that what was that again that was a gr3 what's the what's the official yeah. name of the team GR3? Team GR3. Team GR3. All right. So we're going to give a special shout out to Team GR3. So with our players and teams of the week, this is a special shout out to Team GR3, the exclusive, exclusive travel basketball program of Northwest Indiana. Uh, We will let Brandon Grubel begin. BG, I'm going to call you, man. Um, And we will begin with the conference player i'm sorry the conference team and the conference player of the week you can begin on any conference i would love if we can start with the eastern conference i think this one's a pretty obvious one lately being from where we're from uh you know coach t likes to call them the chicago basketball team but uh (laughs) i got i got the bulls as my team in the east uh they've won well up until tonight they won nine straight games uh they did end up losing to the mavericks tonight but they had nine straight wins coming into that. Um, and then for my Western Conference team of the week, uh, actually I, a couple here, uh, the Grizzlies kind of surprisingly, no one really talks about them. They don't really have any star, star player, um, but they have eight straight wins coming in and they got wins against the Suns, the Lakers, the Spurs, the Nets and the Cavs, all pretty decent teams there. But also the Mavericks, uh, six straight wins for the Mavs including a win over the Bulls tonight. Um, and they also have wins over the Warriors and the Nuggets. So so those are my my teams of the of the week for the East and the West there. And, and, and with the Mavs, BG, like, they haven't had Luka in all those games. Like, Luka just started coming back. And I think he came back for a game or two and then didn't play in, in a game in a couple, a couple nights ago. So 
I mean, the the fact that the Mavs are even hanging on and showing what they can do, that's just a testament to, the, to their coaching and their program, man. And, you know, so shout out to uh, Jason Kidd, man, for getting it done. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Luca being in and out of the lineup this year quite a bit with, you know, different different reasons. Uh, it's helping other guys step up and uh, contribute a little bit more so that when he comes back, they feel a little more comfortable. They're a little more well-rounded. Zay, where you at? Who you got, man? Team, 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 and players of the of of the last week for East Conference. So I'm gonna have to go with the Bulls as well. You know, uh, oh lord, yeah, and not you know, it's not gonna be too many times I'm gonna agree with everybody on the show, but <laughs> I, I will agree with BG on this one. The Bulls, they're just uh, red hot right now, just playing great team basketball. A team that people thought that they would get to that next level but they didn't think that they would get there that soon you know for sakes the Lions had them not even getting past 42 wins on the season so uh, I think they're definitely exceeding expectations right now and that's definitely my Eastern Conference team of the week for the player have to go with DeMar DeRozan he's just been on fire lately back-to-back games first player in NBA history to have back-to-back games with game-winning shots and also just leading the team in many different aspects, but more so his leadership. And uh, he scores 26 and a half points a game, and he he's on the boards, he, he's getting assists. But just when he's on the floor, you can just see how in sync he has the offense and everything going for the offense. And even when he's not producing, he, he's an impact on the floor for sure. For the Western Conference, I, I'm going to have to go with the Lakers. You know, they were kind of falling off. People say they're on a four-game win streak right now. You know, they uh, LeBron, he's doing what he can do while the team is coming along with them. We, we chatted the other night and spoke about how that team, they, they have pieces. They definitely have pieces. They have youth, and they have the pieces in place. But... The biggest thing that they have that other teams don't have is LeBron. He's going to make sure those guys keep their heads sane. And while they're going through this process, and it, it, it's a process, it's exactly mm-hmm. that. So congrats to them, four-game winning streak for sure. And for my Eastern Conference player, the, I mean Western Conference, for my Western Conference player of the week, I'm going to have to go with John Morant. So, uh, John Moran, he's been battling injuries himself, but just in general, just leading the Grizzlies to, uh, as BG mentioned, to some great wins in general over some quality opponents. You can't really look away from what he's doing, even though he hasn't been at 100% due to injury. He's still averaging 25 points a game, five rebounds, six assists, and he's doing it not against the the little sallies of the NBA. He's doing it mm-hmm. against quality opponents. So I definitely look for him to continue having a big week or, or a big year and a big season. And he's a sprouting star in my opinion. Who is that again? Saying John Moran. John Moran. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let me actually start with this. I want to start with the Western Conference that you uh, just hit on the Western Conference. It's. I agree with you guys um, that. I mean, the Grizzlies have been phenomenal, especially this past week. You know, they're winners of eight straight. 
they have just been, I mean, they've taken down some giants. Um, <clears throat> I think they beat the Nets last week. Uh, they definitely beat the Lakers last week. So there's just a team that, and again, we got to think about how they finished last year, right? Uh, they, they had a surprise season. Uh, they knocked off Golden State last year in, in, in the play-in. And they just have a young, youthful team that can surprise a lot of people. They honestly remind me a lot of OKC when they had Durant and they had Westbrook and they had Harden. Like the fact that they just are a young team that a lot of these older cats don't want to play. They don't want to play. And, they, and, and to me, John Morant is a superstar. He's that guy. Uh, so th- th- that will be my first team in the Western Conference. Um, and I actually on that team is my player of the week last week. A guy that no one ever talks about, ever, ever, ever talks about. But Desmond Bain, y'all. Like, and, and that's a local kid, too, from Richmond, Indiana. So shout out to him. Shout out to Richmond, Indiana. But in the last uh, eight games that they've won, he's had, check this out. He's had points. He had 23 points. He had 11 points. He had 29 points, 17 points, 20 points, 32 points, 28 points. Yo, he be balling. And the fact that, let me check the stats on the year. He can shoot the blood out of the ball. He's shooting 42% from three this year, averaging 17 and a half points. Uh, and 90% from three. Like Desmond Bain is one of those guys. I think he has a shot, a great chance to win most improved player uh, for, for the Grizzlies. So I think he's done a phenomenal job. And another, another team in the West, not really talked about. They kind of flamed out a lot. Of, it, it's just not one of those teams that a lot of people want to talk about. And that has been the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are winners of four straight. Um, and they have been another team that's gelling at the right time. So I wanted to shout them out. In the Eastern Conference, you guys talk about the Bulls, and I and I love what the Bulls have been doing. The Chicago basketball team, I should say. Sorry, guys. Uh, I love I love what they've been doing, but I love also what the what what the Philadelphia 76ers have been doing, who are who are my team in the East of the week, and then my player of the of the week in the East has to be their big man, Joel Embiid. Man, the way he's been balling, he is a guaranteed thirty piece a night, y'all. Like he is, he is unstoppable. He is a new version of Shaq, in my opinion. The fact that he cannot be stopped down low. If you give anybody his size, he's dominating, dominating them. You give him somebody smaller than him, he's dominating them. You somehow find a, a Joker that is bigger than him, which is hard to do. He is dominating him. He can he can score from all three levels. He's been assisting the ball a lot better. And again, he's a walking thirty piece. And the the Sixers they have won six straight, y'all. Six straight. And again, they, they deal with all this turmoil that is Ben Simmons, uh, who just collecting checks on the sideline and not having to play. But they dealing with all that. And Joel Embiid has put the team, has put the team, has put the city of Philadelphia on his back. So uh, those are my my players and teams of the week uh, of last week. So I, I, I definitely like what you guys did there. I like that we had some variety. And I like the fact that in the NBA, there's really no clear cut team and or player that is head and shoulders above anyone else. So I can like I, that. Can I hop in and give my players of the week? I forgot to do that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hit it. Give it to so, us. So, I mean, I, I know this is going to sound, you know, very generic, very, you know, popular uh, picks here, but I, I do play fantasy basketball. So I had to look up some stats over the last seven days. Uh, in the East, you got Trey Young the last seven days averaging 40 40 and a half points. He had a, fix, he had a 56 piece against Portland. Yeah, six and a half rebounds, 14 and assists. But they are 0 2 in his last two games played against Lakers and Portland. 
Uh, in the East, you also got Giannis averaging 35 points, 9.7 rebounds, 6.3 assists in the last seven days. And then over in the West, you got, uh, you know, Jokic. Jokic in mm. his last four games in the last seven days, 28 points, 15.7 rebounds, seven assists. So, I mean, he's balling out too right now. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Again, I mean... <clears throat> Let me ask you guys this, and, and this is a spur of the moment, and you don't have to really answer who your pick will be, but isn't it cool to think about the fact that we have no clear-cut MVP right now? Like, we can name, we can each name two or three guys that have potential to win the MVP this year. And that and, yeah, I, and that's not traditional. That's not, by this point, a lot of times, you, you pretty much have a clear-cut guy, and then you have maybe two or three guys outside of them that have an outside chance. But right now, it's open floor about five to eight guys that can win the MVP this year. It is. Yeah, I think. Go ahead, Zach. And to to that point, I mean, but at this point in every other season, you would look at, at the LeBron and the Durant and be like, okay, well, these guys are going to win it again. And, and some people, the general population might be thinking that as well uh, because LeBron is averaging almost 30 points a game and he's what 37 years old so i mean and definitely hats off to him but to your point the youth in the nba has been thriving this year they john Morant, the luka donkic donk yeah donkic i just say yeah. luka i don't i don't even say his last name i just say luka <laughs> the, <laughs> trey young the LeBron, yeah the trey young yeah uh the demar Derozan, the zach levines the Darius Garland from Cleveland, mm. they've all been thriving. There's there's a lot of different names from top to bottom. And that uh, later in the show, uh, like you mentioned, we'll be talking about all-star picks. It was actually hard. I'm sitting here looking at all these guys' stats and what they've been doing this year. And I'm like, man. And I even told you, like, I, the Eastern Conference, they are loaded. You slept, with on, you, you slept on the East, man. They still got some yes, beasts in the I East. Did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. But definitely hats off to, I mean, it, that's pretty awesome that uh, that many different guys. And it makes the NBA really exciting to watch. Yeah. And look, let, let's roll right into it, man, because you brought it up. The, uh, the fan results, the first results for the All-Star voting came out, um, which I got a little bit of a gripe about because... Somehow, some way, I think Kyrie Irving is is up there, right? Is he? Yes. I, come on, man, Kyrie. He played one game all year. Like Kyrie's number crap. six. Yeah, enough is enough. He's number six and only played one game. But I digress, man. It kind of reminds me of the Yao Ming days, where you know he would he had a I think his rookie year. I think he was averaging like maybe 13, 14 points, but like I think he was out outpacing Shaq for votes. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that, I mean, he had a whole country behind him voting for him. So, uh, but for the most part, I mean, a lot of these picks make sense. A lot of the fans are, are voting the right people. Let me pull up this list. Um, all right, here we go. So let's, let's do this. And this is, so this, we will go through our picks for the 2022 NBA All-Star Game starters. This is a special shout out to Hobart basketball man special shout out to the team that we coach the program that we coach for so special shout out to the bricks um i won't go through all these all of the entire list um but what we'll do is obviously we'll, we'll pick our our starters i'll let bg start but just for the fans out there in the western conference 
And clearly, guys, if you know anything about the All-Star voting, they do front court and they do guards. I'll give you the top five for each in the Western Conference. The top five for the quote-unquote front court is LeBron James, number one. Uh, Nikola Jokic, number two. Paul George, number three. Andrew Wiggins, number four, who's had a, uh, a really good breakout year. And then Draymond Green, he's number five. So you got two teammates rounding out the top five. In the Western Conference for the guards, you have uh, Wardell, Stephen Curry at number one. You have Luka at number two. You got John Moran at number three. You got Clay Thompson. Again, this is another version, right? Where, come on, Clay has played one game to this point, and I got love for Clay. Clay's number four, and the Devin Booker's number five. I'll give you a number six, which is Chris Paul. Uh, and then in the Eastern Conference for the front court, for the front court, we have number one, we got Durant. Number two, we got Giannis. Number three, we got my big boy, Joel Embiid. Number four is Tatum. And number five is Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler. And then for the guards in the Eastern Conference, number one is DeMar DeRozan. Number two, James Harden. Number three, Trey Young. Number four is Zach Levine. And number five, BG's boy, LaMelo Ball. So BG, we'll begin with you. Who are your starters if the NBA All-Star happened today? Who are your starters for the NBA All-Star? All right, I'm going to start with the West uh, this time. So in the West, I got, I mean, not many surprises here. I got Steph starting point guard. I got Luka in that second guard spot. I got Booker starting. I just, you know, he can put up some points. I like the way he plays. Uh, LeBron as my forward and uh, the Joker, Jokic, as my center there. In the East... Similar here, but maybe a surprise. Uh, I got, I'm going to start in a backwards order here. I got Embiid at center. I mean, like you mentioned, he's balling out MVP candidate this year. You got Giannis as a forward, another MVP candidate. Durant, you know, he's probably in that second tier MVP candidate list. All great guys. In my guard spot, got to go with DeRozan, man. I mean, what, what a difference his career has been. I mean, he's had a great career, but man, just to reunite it with the Bulls, man. He's got them playing good. I know we talked about it as a coaching staff before the year started. We figured the Bulls would end up in that fifth or sixth seed uh, in the East. But for them to be leading the East right now, I think their third overall record in the in the whole league. I mean, and DeRozan is a huge, huge part of that. He's been yeah. closing out games for them, and that's mm-hmm. just something they've been missing. And then to round out my East... Uh, you kind of you kind of broke it out early, but this is an All Star game, so the fans want to see a show. So I gotta go with Lamelo Ball as my point Lamello. guard. Lamelo, okay. So you're going with the ball. Hey, so read off your West starters again, because I want to I want to take these down. So I'm gonna shoot these out to the fans. Yeah. So for my West, I got uh, Steph at the point guard position. Yeah. I got Luca as my guard. Uh-huh. Uh, Booker, Devin Booker is my uh-huh. my forward slash guard. LeBron. As the other forward, and then Jokic as my center. Mm, I like that. It's a good little, yeah. That's, that that'd be a good little matchup if you saw that. What about you, Zay? Who you got? Oh, for my Western Conference starters, I, I have LeBron, of course, and then uh, Nikola Jokic, and Steph Curry, John Morant, mm. and Luca. I'm just gonna leave it there, Luca. Uh, so that's the for the Western Conference, and all those guys—they've been doing what they can do for that team, and it's just like man. But um, hey, the that's a powerful team right there. Mm-hmm. But on the Eastern Conference, these guys—they they've been 
doing it as well. And even the Chicago basketball team, they, they're going to have a lot of love in this. No bias included, but a lot of love in the starting five. No bias, so, but a lot of bias. Yes. <laughs> basically. Basically, so Kevin Durant, uh, he's gonna obviously be in there, a lead scorer, and then you have Giannis, who's just been Giannis. You know, he does everything yeah. and does everything very well. Uh, Demar Derozan, with what he's done with the Chicago Bulls early on this season, how can he has to be rewarded? He has to be rewarded. Yep, big big reward coming for him and Trey Young. He's an elite scorer, mm-hmm. and he, he's earned it as well. You know, it might not reflect in their record, but they've been competitive all season long, partially because of him, and that's great. And then Zach Levine rounding out the starting five. Man, Zach Levine, he, he's a showstopper. You you talk about all-star game, putting on a show. That man, if he entered the dunk contest every year, he'll probably win it. So i definitely get uh, get him up in there. All right, so let me look at this. And again, I, I I told you guys, I didn't really prep here, but listening to you guys, and that's why I'm in the third slot, just to get a little advantage. But listening to you guys, you know, talk about it. I'm going to start with the East because that's the first conference I have pulled up. I got to go with Durant. I got to go with DeRozan. Um, again, DeRozan is with a team that has exceeded expectations, so you got to reward him. And I do think Zach Levine is going to be an all-star this year as well. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a starter necessarily, but you'll definitely get at least two guys from the Chicago Bulls, and those two are, are, are the main two culprits of, uh, of the reason why they're doing what they're doing. So I got Durant, I got DeRozan, I got, I got Giannis. And now, you know, I need two other guards. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got Embiid. I got Embiid. So I got three front courts. I got Embiid. I got Giannis. I got Durant. I got DeRozan. So I need one more for the Eastern Conference. And uh, who else do I have here, man? So I really want to go off again because to me, they, they reward players for what they've done and, and what their teams have done. You know what? I, I'm going to go a little bit. He's not even in the voting, so that, that actually surprises me. But I think for the other guard spot, just as a wild card, I'm going to throw in, you mentioned him earlier, Zay, Darius Garland. Like, the the Cavs right now, they're five games five games above 500. They're in the sixth spot um, in the Eastern Conference. They are four four games away from the Bucks, who are in the fourth spot. So they got a chance to potentially potentially be in the fourth spot and i think for sure darius garland will be an all-star um i'm kind of, it's kind of a stress that he would actually be a starter but i just want to show him love so i'm going to put him as a starter for, for my squad and then in the western conference um i gotta go you know top team is the suns the second best team are, are the warriors um and the third best team are actually the jazz so i kind of want to put donovan mitchell in there just because he's one of those guys that He's you talk about being slept on. He's one of those slept on guys. I mean, to me, he's just as good as a Devin Booker, right? Um, and he's actually won early in his career career way more than Devin Booker. But I do have Booker in there. I definitely got Steph in there. That those are automatics. Um, when it comes to front court, I got the slowest computer right now. But when it comes to front court for the Western Conference, I got to go with the Joker. Um, I love what he's doing. I got to go with uh, LeBron. I mean, I think he's, uh, again, 
surprise, surprise, another year where he could, you know, is in the MVP race. So those are four guys there. I got my two bigs. Um, and I think number three, which would be another guard for me, another wing type. Um, actually, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell. I mentioned him earlier. It was really between Donovan Mitchell and John Morant. Luca, I love his game and I love what, he's, what he does, but he just hasn't played enough games for me. I think he will be an all-star, but to be a starter is tough. So my Western Conference would, again, be Steph. It'd be Donovan Mitchell along with uh, Devin Booker. And then the two front court guys would be LeBron James and, and the Joker. And then in the Eastern Conference, I got Durant. I got uh, Giannis and I got Joel Embiid. And then I got DeMar DeRozan and a sneaky guy, which is actually ninth in voting, um, which is going to be tough to even be there. But I just want to give him a shout out. That would be Darius Garland. All right, so it's good, man. We got some different guys, man. What do you, what do you guys just just takes overall in All Star game? Like, regardless of who starts and all that, like, is this something you look forward to? Is it something you actually watch? I'll speak from personal experience. I love the All Star game. Like, I love watching it. I love the excitement. I love the fact that, especially the last couple of years, first three quarters they kind of. You know showcase for the fans of what they can do and then the fourth quarter it seems like they flip a switch and you know they're kind of told maybe from the higher ups like all right y'all like come on now to play a real game and i love the fact that they actually do that um some of the other things the dunk contest is huge i love that i, I love the three-point contest you know that's become such a huge part of our game the skills thing i'm not really big on um a slept on part i love the world versus the young guys i don't know what they necessarily call it i love when they do that uh, but what is you guys' take? And we'll start with you, BG, on uh, on the All-Star Game weekend as a whole. Yeah, I definitely think the new format that they've changed to a couple years ago uh, in that fourth quarter, I think it's definitely made it made it interesting. The last couple years have been super intense. Uh, I remember when Kobe was still in the league when they first started that, uh, you know, one of his last All-Star appearances, uh, they were, they were kind of going at each other down the stretch there. Um, and it's just nice to see these elite guys you know, playing competitive basketball. Um, I mean, you got the best of the best in the world. Some of the best athletes in the world, you know, basketball players are some of the best athletes out there. And, and when they're going full speed and full competitiveness at one another, I mean, that's just gotta be one of the best shows on earth. Um, I don't think they've released who's in the dunk contest yet this year, but I mean, that's for me, that's hit or miss. I mean, I wish my boy Zion could get himself together so he could. That was my next question. Who you would actually like to see in there? Yeah, so he could get in the dunk contest. Um, but like Zay brought up, man, you got a lot of young guys that are high flyers. Uh, hopefully, Ja maybe can get in it. Um, it kind of seems like once these guys become mega superstars, they kind of they kind of shy away from from the dunk contest and things like that as well. You know what? I, honestly, I. I don't know if he's entering it, but if he is, I got my money on Clay Thompson and winning in that three-point contest, man. He played tonight. Uh, it was play day for Golden State today. His first game back, he's, he's doing pretty well tonight right now. Uh, almost halftime, I think, of their game. Uh, I, I know he's in double he's digits. He's got 17 right now. He's got 17 points, three rebounds, and an assist right now. Three for uh, eight yeah, three. Man, I know he's been itching. He got 17 he points in 19 minutes, y'all. He felt disrespected. He wasn't in the top yeah. 70. Yeah. I tell you what, man, they're, they're, they're hungry, man. They're hungry. They're number two two overall right now, and they're getting one of the top 15 guys in the league back. I mean, they're a scary team right now. So I really hope Clay 
gets in the three-point contest. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the dunk contest, but we'll have to see who's in it uh, in, in order to, you know, really see where my interest level is. Zach? Definitely. And, and some awesome takes right there for sure. Um, I, I think going back to your first point, T, uh, Darius Garland in the all-star voting in general, uh, with it being in Cleveland, who knows? Who knows? You know, that's a great point. It so that's far this point. season. And with with it being in Cleveland, you never know. Uh, they, they might show love. And it, it's going to be a younger all-star game this year like overall compared to latter years i mean obviously you're gonna have lebron there and kd there but outside of that the stars they all under 25 if you look at it you know you uh you got john moran you got luke luca if he's able to uh he's in my five so i'm just gonna count him in automatically but trey young um levine Booker, you know, Booker it, been in the league for yeah, 10 years, but Booker. he's still under 25 somehow. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. So there's going to be a lot of youth there. And that's that's leads me into my exciting part. Uh, my most exciting, you know, hopes of the All-Star game is just seeing all these guys in one spot competing against one another in the game in general. I think the game is my favorite part. Uh, but the dunk contest is going to be cool, especially if John Morant like heads in there uh, just saw a block he just jumped and touched the top of the backboards to block somebody's shot on the lakers mm. and it's like man that that guy can fly and we knew that back at his murray state days and uh he's just been showing that it's like he jumps one one inch higher every year every year he gets older so uh that that's pretty awesome to see and then uh yeah zion you hope he could get in the dunk contest but uh <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep hoping on that one, and then um, <laughs> the three-point competition. Clay, he's had a great game, like just coming back one game. So who knows? They, they NBA might say, and they know it'd be good for uh, marketing. They I want Clay versus Steph. I want yes. Clay versus Steph. Yes, and that would be an awesome final. And who do you think will win? T? Uh, who I think will win? I I got to go with the greatest shooter of all time. At least the greatest three-point shooter. People get it twisted. People say the greatest shooter. Like, a lot of different shots in, in basketball. The greatest three-point shooter is definitely uh, Steph Curry. Um, you know they have done this before. That's the cool part about it. You know if you are a part of Golden State's franchise and their program, you know that they have battled this out over the years before. I would just like to actually see it on live TV. Um, I know they've been in the three-point contest before, but I don't think they've ever going against each other in the finals um so I'm, I'm probably predicting that right now i would have to go with steph curry in that matchup but look fans do not lose if they're able to see that matchup uh, i think devin devin booker who has been in it before has possibly won it before i mean he would have something to say there uh there's a couple other guys i'm, I'm probably forgetting about but yeah i mean it's it, it's all it's all fun it's all for the fans and i think the nba they have finally found a way to do it right and look we look up nba has the best all-star weekend of, of, of any sport I, you, you, look i'm not a huge hockey fan but hockey probably is second if you talk about the four major sports i think baseball is a, a distant third really baseball and football are kind of you know battling it out for the worst spot 
because football is just hard to replicate an actual football game. You know, it's more of just a vacation for those guys. And it's a week before the Super Bowl. You don't have the, the top players that are actually in the Super Bowl playing in their all-star game, the quote-unquote all-star game for the NFL. So I think that's watered down. And baseball is just, you know, the home run derby is pretty cool. But the actual game is, I mean, you know, take it or leave it. But in terms of the all-star weekend and the four major sports, who actually does it correctly now, it's head and shoulders the NBA. Yeah, and that's where, I mean, if you look at the NBA, man, there's so many mega stars that come out, actors, actresses, uh, just so many famous people coming out to watch that, rappers come out. You know, it's it's a great weekend, but, I, you know, I, I want to add one sleeper pick to the uh, to the three-point contest. Give it to us. Got to give, give a shout-out to my boy Grayson Allen, man. Grayson, yes. Allen, he's, what, like fourth in shooting percentage this year from behind the three? He's, I think he started every single game except one for the Bucks this year. So he kind of rejuvenated his basketball career as well. And also uh, an, another little shout out here, you know, going back to, to Coach Zay and, and his uh, his uh, AAU team, you know, GR3. You know, Glenn Robinson won the dunk contest in 2017. True story. So, uh, True story. So a nice little hometown representation right there. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's all an exciting event, but like you said, basketball does it the best. Mm-hmm. I, I am a big fan of the baseball home run derby. I think that that's a pretty big show that they put on, um, especially when you got you know guys hitting 500 foot bombs. Um, you know that's probably second for me. But yeah, football is kind of hard to to do anything like that. Yeah, yeah, and and for the fans out there, uh, Sunday. February 20th is the actual All-Star Game. That weekend, of course, we'll have the other festivities as far as the skills competition, the world versus the, the young guys game. And I still got to find a name for that. Uh, and then the three-point contest, the dunk contest, all that. But it will culminate on Sunday, February 20th, with the actual All-Star Game for 2022. So looking forward to that. And uh, again, those are our starters and just our rundown of, of the All-Star Game for this year. Um, Speaking of Clay, I just got an alert from ESPN. And uh, Golden State won that game 96-82 against Cleveland. Um, I don't have the stats for Clay because I don't want to waste time trying to open my phone for that. But Clay had a nice little one-hand dunk. Uh, and it looked, it looked like he had nearly 20 points in, in 20 minutes. So, BG, you may be right, man. Clay's back. But uh, to touch on your point, the name of that, uh, the name of that game is the – Pretty sure it's the Rising Stars Challenge. Yes, okay. and then it's USA versus the World is the format they've they've done the last couple of years. So. Okay, dope. All right, cool. So let's let's wrap it up, man. Our last segment for the Coach T, the first with uh, BG and Zay, the first one, uh, the NBA show. We will talk about. We'll make a, a couple predictions. Let's say. Um, we'll talk about the upcoming games, the top games, quote unquote, that we feel in our hearts are the top games for the for the upcoming week. I will begin. Um, I, I have four of them and we'll talk about them. And if there are any other games we want to talk about, we can do that. Uh, so 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 you guys just interject how you feel. The first one that I saw will be Wednesday, uh, Wednesday of this upcoming week, January 12th. You have the number two team in the Eastern Conference against the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Number two being the Brooklyn Nets. Number one being the Chicago Bulls. This game will be hosted on, or I guess you can view it, on ESPN at 9 p.m. Central on Wednesday. 
I don't have the line for this game. Um, and I've realized that the NBA, they don't have lines this early. I and mean, we're talking three days out, but I would assume it's going to be a close number, a close line. Um, I would assume the Chicago Bulls are going to be the favorite since they're at home. Uh, but what do you guys just take on that matchup? What are you intrigued to see for that game? I mean, like you said, man, it's the top two teams in the East. The Bulls are hot right now. They dropped one. Um, you know, the Nets, they are, uh, they're also real hot right now, too. I mean, they got three of the, you know. Kyrie can play in this game. Yeah, and Kyrie can play in this game. So they got three of the top 15 guys in the league. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how teams adjust to, uh, to the way Brooklyn's playing. I mean, we talked about it uh, after our game the other day when we were, you know, eating some pizza, man. It's almost better for the Nets to be on the road in the playoffs because then they get Kyrie back. I mean, that's a Kyrie is a is a stud, man. Um, yeah. I know he's he's had some off the court, you know, people want to call it drama or whatever, but I mean, he's just a man of his morals and and uh, you know, he knows what he wants to do and he sticks to it and you know, put all that aside, he's still one of the best players in the league, and he's probably got the best handles in the league ever. Uh, so, I mean, this is a great matchup, man. The Bulls, they're going to have to play some great defense. Um, they're going to have to be locked in on that end of the floor, uh, try to keep this game hopefully under 110, closer to 100, um, and see what they can do. Yeah, and, and to that point, you talk about the Nets being away. The Nets, in their last five road games, they won them all. Like, they're actually, I think, if I remember correctly, and I read a stat, they're actually better this year on the road than they are at home in New Jersey. So, go figure. Zay, what do, what do you feel about this game? What are you intrigued to see? Definitely the Bulls. Uh, they, I mean, coming off what could have been a longer streak, they lost tonight to the Mavericks, 113-99. I feel like they're going to be hungry. These guys, they haven't. They haven't lost more than three times uh, in a row this season. So, but mm. they've also followed up each win outside of one. They followed up each win with another win. So I mm. could see them getting this win against the Pistons early in the week and then turning back to get the win against the Nets, you know, they, these guys are hungry. It's a young group of guys, and they've already defeated the Nets once this year. Um, it, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome game. I, I definitely agree. From the Nets' point of view, having Kyrie Irving, that's going to be pretty cool to see. You know, those tickets probably very expensive, and that line <laughs> is probably – you know, Vegas. Well, get us the hookups, eh? Come right. on, you know a lot of people in Chicago, man. Get us the hookup. <laughs> I'm trying to get floor seats, my brother. <laughs> Hey, for real, for real. But um, no, yeah. So I, I can only imagine the Lions in Vegas probably uh, their hearts gonna be beating fast when they making that line because it's, it it could really go either way. It's gonna come down to the final stretch. If you look at the last score, that was one eleven to one oh seven back on the fourth of December. It, you know that that was a close game, but at the same time. You, you had Mar DeRozan finishing with 30-plus points. So if you could get that type of performance and get that type of performance for the Bulls, it's going to be a good uh, game for them. Also, if uh, you can contain Kyrie, which he wasn't playing last time, it would be a good game for the Nets. So the Nets, 
Bulls, good game to watch. Yeah, definitely good game to watch. I'm, I'm excited to watch it again. This will be a 9 o'clock Central Time on ESPN Wednesday the 12th. Um, yeah, Kyrie will be able to play, so that's going to be really good. Again, I, I would assume that the Bulls are going to be a slight favorite here. Um, I don't know what the over-under would be. I would definitely take the over here. Um, TV game. I just feel like these guys are going to show out. And uh, like, you, like you guys mentioned, these teams have played before. Uh, Chicago won the last matchup in... Uh, in Brooklyn, or I guess in New Jersey, because that's where they play. But again, I mean, this this game is pretty much what a week before All Star break. I think the I think earlier in the week, uh, I know the Bulls play the Pistons. I think maybe they'll sit a couple guys just prepping for this game, just to load up for that one. Uh, Brooklyn, they have an earlier game that, uh, next week. Uh, I think they may do the, a similar thing because. To me, this is gonna. These are one of those games where, yes, it's a regular season game, but it has it will have a lot of importance when it comes to home court advantage and when it comes to just psychologically, um, you know, and having an advantage over that opponent if you end up facing this team, uh, one of these teams, end up facing the other in, in, in the in the actual playoffs. Next big matchup that I saw uh, next week that we're going to talk about. Thursday, the next day, the January 13th, you have going to the Western Conference. You have the number two team in the Western Conference, which uses hit on Golden State, who clearly has Klay Thompson back. They're going to be fully loaded there. And then they're facing the Milwaukee Bucks, who are number four in the Eastern Conference. This is a TNT game, 630 tip off a central time. Uh, I'll start first here. I like the Bucks in this matchup. Like the Bucks have always, to me, been a team that they have always represented correctly, especially on, on at home when they are playing a quote-unquote another top team. I don't know what their record is against Golden State over the years, but I feel like they have fared pr pretty well uh, against Golden State uh, recently. Now, again, Golden State has not had Klay Thompson. They haven't been fully healthy over the last couple of years, but I just feel like Milwaukee Bucks, they, they normally represent uh, when it comes to, you know, playing another top team and they'll be at home here. So I really like them there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see again. We talked about them numerous times, but I want to see how Clay Thompson plays. Um, and I also want to see how Draymond, how he navigates, you know, again, to me, I, I know Steph Curry's the listed point guard, but, but in my opinion, Draymond's their point guard. So I want to see how he navigates. What's their game plan when it comes to playing against the Bucks? You know, a team that has a lot of front court presence. When you talk about Giannis, you talk about uh, Portis, you talk about Brooke Lopez, you talk about some of the other guys they have uh, in the front court. And then we know about their guards with Middleton and, and Drew Holiday. I just want to see how Draymond is able to navigate because he's going to be guarding Giannis. And then he's going to have to turn around and play point guard. So uh, that is going to be a really good matchup. And I'm going to be locked in and tuned in for, for that game. What do you guys think? Uh I think Clay goes for over 30. I'm telling mm, you, Clay. 30 piece, huh? <laughs> ever since that top 75 team came out, Clay, I mean, this dude probably had he probably has it all posted all over his room, man. This we need dude, that Jordan man. Hey, and I and I took that as disrespect. This dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, this dude feels disrespected. He knows, and, and and I think he got, you know, he should have been on that list, man. He's probably some argue the second best shooter of all time, man. And mm -hmm. I know Reggie and Ray Allen, they got, you know, more career threes made. But when you talk about just a pure jump shot, Clay's mm -hmm. probably got the prettiest shot in the Textbook. history. Textbook. 
I mean, this dude scored, what, over 40 points one time with under six dribbles. I mean, he's he's a stud. Over 60 points. I think he almost, he almost he had 37 and a quarter. Another yeah, day. I mean, he's yeah. he's just on a different level, man, and he's hungry. I mean, tonight, I didn't expect him to have as good of a start as he did tonight. Um, he'll have another game under his belt before he goes into uh, the Milwaukee game. So I think I think he'll play not a full game, but you know his minutes will pick up a little bit by the time they get to Milwaukee. I think he goes for over thirty. I really mm. do. I like it. And so, the Warriors take the dub. Okay. Oh, right, so you're making a little prediction. Okay. I, I got the Bucks there. You got you got the uh, Warriors. BG. Zay, you want to break the tie, man? What what do, what do you got? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Uh, Clay Thompson. Yes, we're glad he's back, but. This isn't two years ago. You know, tonight he won seven for 18. So that's 38% shooting. Three for eight from three. You know, uh, yes, they got the win. But you look at his plus minus. According to ESPN, it was minus two. So, uh, Come on. you know, uh, Bucks are not the Cavs. And I would mm. look for that to be a, a factor. You know, not only are the Bucks not the Cavs, but also... Clay hasn't played in two years, so his endurance isn't going to be there enough for him to play a full game. You know, he played 20 minutes tonight, and I, I just don't don't see uh, Clay being able to do it consistently right away. You know, if he is, please prove me wrong. Wrong, I definitely agree. He definitely should be in the top 75 list for players. He's definitely top. 30 or not top 20 NBA players right now but I you know he just came off of an injury so we have to look at that so I'm gonna go with the Bucks. yeah so I, uh people out there Zay I'm gonna make you our resident uh prop guy our resident uh a betting guide okay so if there are any props there uh BG said uh Clay over 30 Maybe you can search that, look that up, man, and, and see if you can find some good odds there. Uh, but you will be our resident betting slash prop guy, okay? That I'll make you that. Uh, All right. I, um, I, I got one more matchup. I had two on my list, um, but it's getting kind of late. And the, the third on my list, we already talked about these two teams. That would be Friday night, January 14th on ESPN. You got Golden State against the Bulls. I think that's going to be a wonderful game. I mean, that, that goes without saying. But I want to talk about this next game and our final game. This will be Friday, same night, January 14th. This is also on ESPN. This is the uh, 9 o'clock Central Time tip-off. So this is the late game. This will be the Dallas Mavericks against the Memphis Grizzlies. And the reason why I am pinpointing this game is the fact that you have number four versus number five in the Western Conference. Um, so, again, number four in any conference that means you have home court advantage. So you gotta be able to take advantage of that. So this is four versus five. So you know they're gonna be battling it out. And the fact that again, these are teams that have, they're hot teams that have players that we've talked about and teams that we've talked about all throughout this show about their potential and what they could do and just the, the type of season they're having thus far. So I'm really, 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 really intrigued by this game. I would, I would be shocked if Luka doesn't play. Uh, I would I would imagine John Morant's going to play. He, he's been there. Uh, Dylan Brooks, another cat that we never talk about for uh, Memphis, but I love him. I know he's kind of been in and out of the lineup. Um, but to me, it's another matchup. I'm going with the home team, y'all. Like, I'm going with, with Memphis. They are proven to me, again, winners of eight straight. 
Um, they've beaten the Lakers. They, 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 they've beaten the Nets. They've beaten some top dogs. And they've gone against the best. And they do not back down. If you guys know anything about the Memphis Grizzlies, you know they don't back down. And that starts with John Moran. He's a dog. Um, he's a player that the players follow after. He ain't scared of nobody. And, and, and their entire team plays that way. So I got the Grizzlies in this matchup. But again, I think that's going to be a wonderful game. Again, a tip off. 9 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, the, the night cap for a Friday night. And the fact that it's a Friday night game, I was actually telling my buddy this. These NBA games are on, on the weeknight or on the weeknights are totally different than the weekend game. So this Friday night game where all the fans are gonna be, you know, they just got paid. It's Friday night. You know what I mean? We, the building's gonna be packed. This is a TV game. It's gonna be a bunch of points scored. And uh I got the home team again winning this matchup. Yeah, like we talked about it. It's, it's probably the two hottest teams in the West right now. Uh, you know, the Mavs won six straight coming in tonight. They beat the, the Bulls, so that's seven straight. Uh, they got the Knicks coming up. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking the Mavs will win that one. So it looks like the Mavs might take an eight-game winning streak mm. uh, or, or more going into uh, into this game. Right now, Memphis is is up pretty big on the Lakers right now. So if they hold that one out, you know, they're looking at a nine-game winning streak. Um, so it could be the battle of the winning streaks going on, but I think you touched on it and I'm going to have to go with the Mavs just because they are sitting in that fifth seed behind Memphis. Um, and they, they, they're four and a half games behind them right now. And I think this one, you know, they, they need to make a little bit of a mid season push right here just to try to gain some ground, uh, and, and not lose some ground on Memphis. But I mean, you know, I do love John Morant. I think John Morant, he goes into every game with with an opposing point guard like Luca, and just wants to prove that he deserves to be on that on that level. Um, so I think he'll have a big showing. But I think at the end of the day, the Mavs get it done. Uh, a big night from Luca. Let's go with a triple double from Luca. I like it. I like it. And we, and we talk about props. We talk about uh, you know big performances. You got triple double for Luca in that matchup. My boy, I'm telling y'all, man, check him out next time you see the Grizzlies play. Desmond Bain right now against the Lakers through what? Three quarters? Not even halfway through three quarters. He's got 18 points, got four rebounds, got two assists. He's four of six from three. So in this matchup against uh, against the Mavs on Friday, I got Bain going for 30 plus. So uh, you can check the odds on that, Zay. Get it back to us, you know, at a later date. But fans out there, for sure, Desmond Bain is a name to watch, and I think I, I think he getting a thirty piece against the Mavs this Friday in a win. Zay, you muted. <laughs> that was. Hey, I'm sure you're making some great points while being <laughs> muted. <laughs> Bouncing off that point, though, Desmond Bain. Just you, just look at this. Um, um, Memphis roster, they these guys can ball. You know, you got Desmond Bain, obviously John Morant, but you you have a good quality of role players on the team as well. Kyle Anderson, Stephen Adams, a great veteran, uh, and then you know Jared Culver, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyus Jones. This is a squad. Mm -hmm. This is a squad, and it's not saying that Dallas isn't a squad, but these guys, they, they're on a roll. You know, when you know how to win, you know how to win, and these guys know how to win. And with John Moran doing what he's doing this year, averaging 25 points a game, five rebounds, six assists, you know, 
he's a triple double waiting to happen. You know, it's eventually gonna happen. And I, I think uh, in a game like Dallas, when he's playing Luca, uh, another young rising star, he's gonna have to prove himself. And those are the games where he's shown that he can come and he will play his heart out for those games. And you know, you see it tonight playing the Lakers. And he's doing this. I mean, he's not he's not having the best game, but he also bounces back. He bounces back. In the last 10 games, he's been averaging 27 points per game. So uh, that that not only shows you that he's scoring, but also if he does have a bad game, he's going to bounce back. And then uh, also, last point, you look at his plus minus tonight. Even though he's four points, four rebounds, three assists to this point in the game, He's plus five on the plus minus ratio. You know, I, I'm a big plus minus guy. What are you doing on the court to help produce and help your team get the W? Big and analytics guy. Doing yes. Big analytics yeah. guy, man. He seemed like yeah. a very smart guy, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, you guys want to add anything else for that game or any other game you guys saw? I mean, to me. You know, those were the games that were the top games. That if you're talking about playoff implications, you're talking about just matchups of top teams. Those were the games that I saw in in, in next week's slate where I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a nice little battle. I'm gonna be tuned in for sure. Yeah, the only other thing I had was uh, on Tuesday night you got uh, you got Warriors at the Grizzlies, so that's a nice little. Uh, Nice little game. There were a lot of Warriors, man. There were a lot of Warrior options. Yeah, <laughs> that was I mean, one they of got a tough, They got a tough week next week, man. Yeah, Clay's, they do. Clay's opening up to a tough week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saturday night, we talked about it a little bit, um, but you got you got Philly going to Miami, the five seed in the East versus the three mm-hmm. seed. Philly, mm-hmm. you know, seven of eight, seven out of their last eight on a hot mm-hmm. streak right now and be balling out. But, man, Miami's playing well, too, man. They got a... They, they got a lot of guys that just play their role. Uh, you got Jimmy Buckets. Bam's been out for a while. Um, he's probably going to be out for a few more weeks. With Jimmy foot. Butler is out for a little bit with the, with the foot injury. Yeah. so they, They're used to guys being in and out of the lineup. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, this next guy up there, and they, they got a good culture down there in Miami. You know, South Beach uh, doing it right down in South Beach. So, so that's a nice little matchup on Saturday night as the well. Mafia. The Mafia, Miami Mafia, for sure. Um, all right, guys. I mean, that's going to wrap it up, man. I, w- I want to, hey, for the fans out there, I'm sure right now they're clapping it up, so I'm going to clap it up for you guys, man. I'll have a little uh, sound effect. A little clap, 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 clap. Uh, thank you guys for doing this. Um, I will be seeing you guys tomorrow, so don't worry. You, you, you won't, you, you'll see my face more often, man, uh, or a lot more often than the fans will because I see you guys every day. So a uh, wonderful job tonight. I always end it with, uh, you guys have anything you want to say to the fans, to the people out there, or do you have any special shout outs, your mama, your daddy, your, your grandma, your, your girlfriend, your cat, dog, your roommate, your, your homie, your homegirl, whatever it is, you got any shout outs, you got anything you want to say to the people out there, shoot. Nah, I mean, the only shout out I got, and you know, we joke about it, but uh, hopefully we can get, uh, hopefully we can get uh, Coach coach mike brown on the show sometime soon mm. uh the other partner in crime to our coaching staff mm-hmm. um you know it'd be nice to get him on but we know his takes are are pretty uh pretty 
biased one-sided takes. So uh, shout, shout out, out Michael Brown, Brown, man. Shout He's out Michael Brown. Going to practice playing together for tomorrow, <laughs> watching some game film, so he doesn't have time for this kind of stuff. But no, <laughs> shout out to him, man. I like that. Shout out to our team too, man. Zay, yeah, what you got? Yeah, that, definitely. Shout out to Coach Brown. You know. Uh, I, I know he would enjoy this, even though he's a hard worker, and I, I definitely respect that. But I know he would enjoy being on something like this. Maybe you know, once you never know, Coach Brown. So hopefully you listening. Uh, hopefully you you can join us one day. Uh, but nah, shout out to the normal. You know, my mom, my dad. I know you guys are gonna be listening, and my girlfriend. I know you guys are all gonna be listening. Shout out to all of you guys. Shout out to the fam, man. Shout out to the fam And definitely shout out to Coach T's audience You guys uh, You guys are amazing You know, I see you guys on the internet And just love it I love it And I'm glad to be a part of this with you guys I don't think I ever really did this uh, At least not for a while But I definitely want to shout out my mom, my dad I want to shout out my siblings I want to shout out uh, my lovely wife I want to shout out my son Who is now actually officially on the intro I put my son hey. on the intro. I see. So if you if you if you hear a little baby voice on the intro with the drops, that is my son Tyson. So I had to do that, man. And my wife is actually on the intro too a little bit. So shout out to them. Uh, I'm actually about to go hang with my wife now. We got a little uh, little free time. The boy is with uh, with his uh, grandparents, so we can maybe drink some wine, sip a little bit, and, and just sit back and chill. So fans out there. As always, thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Uh, continue to listen. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to then tell another friend about the show. And uh, we'll continue this, man. I'm happy to have you guys, BG and Zay. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for your patience. We talked about this for a long time. I know I got the college football uh, show wrapping up. You know, tomorrow is, is the last college football game. And then we'll have one more show with that. Uh, NFL, is the playoffs are right around the corner. So, Football is kind of on the tail end, so I figured, we figured this would be a great opportunity to get right into the NBA at, at a time where, I mean, things are heating up. So fans, continue to show support, continue to show love, and we'll keep bringing you that funk. Peace.